WHHH-FM Indianapolis. It's time to take a look at what's going on in and around Indy. It's Open Lines, your eye on the community on High 96.3. Hold up. And good Sunday morning to you, Indianapolis. It is Sunday, May 30th, 2021. It is also race day here in the good city of Indianapolis. So if you're headed out to the west side, do not forget that the major race is there because there are some streets that are uh, sending you different directions. Traffic's a little bit different and uh, there's a heavy police presence. So watch your speed. Although I-65 where I came in this morning is completely empty. Remember, that is not the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Uh, This morning, we are one year off of the protests that took over the streets of every major American city in this uh, nation, including right here in Indianapolis after the death of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, in the middle of a pandemic. And as all of that was happening, Indianapolis had its own wild night of police activity with the deaths of Drejan, Mikhail Rose, Drejan Reed, Mikhail Rose, and Ashlyn Lisby. All of that balled up, turned this day, this weekend, last year, into something that I don't think I'll ever forget as someone who was down there and did not expect the riot, the protests, to turn to riots. You know, when we talk about this time of year in the history books, the, the rioting part is, of course, going to be one of the highlights. But I always want to remind people before that and after that how many peaceful protests um, there were across the nation and right here in central Indiana. I can't count how many protests I went to, how many steps I walked uh, through the city. But, of course, there was a a weekend where those protests were no longer protests when things turned into riots and things turned violent, when two lives were lost. All of this 365 days ago. Still, this time last year, we were at the beginning of a pandemic. I remember walking down to the circle. uh, Everyone, you know, we were looking to see who had masks on. This time last year, we stayed on the radio all day. And I mean all day. We started here in the morning, and then we didn't go off the air until 8 o'clock that night. We were on all day, um, keeping the city informed in what was happening. Remember, we were about to go into a lockdown later that night. Um, We were already on stay-at-home order, but now they were putting in a curfew after the violent riots uh, that happened on Friday night. Then there was Saturday, and then there was Sunday. Uh, As we go through the calendar, all the way around 2020, back into the beginning part of 2021, we're back at this portion of May. It's a different day, uh, obviously. We've got the race going on. We didn't have this this time last year. Um, But last night was a night that was also one of those unfortunate, crazy nights of violence here in Indianapolis. We've had... um, record-breaking homicides, as we've talked about on this show already, there are a lot of different things to look at and a lot of different ways to ask the question, are we better? Are we better off? We can talk about police relations. We have the crime itself, um, police relations with black people, police relations with the community, activism as itself, the issues themselves there's not really one one question here but you can poke and pick at all kinds of things and ask the question are we better off um we also last night we had an officer injured uh in a in a police shooting so a, a lot of things are familiar a lot of it feels the same but has it changed Has it moved? That's the question we're going to talk about uh, on this Open Line Sunday. It is the last Sunday of May. 
and that means it is an open lines show, but it is also the anniversary of the night that maybe people started paying attention and people started listening to what was happening. To help you go back in time a little bit and and remember what was going on this time last year, I'm going to play a story uh, from my good friend uh, Russ McQuaid over at Fox 59. Uh, he was one of the people who was out there uh, the morning after uh, things turned violent. And he also talked to some folks to ask the question that I'm going to ask you this morning. Are we better off one year later? That's the question I want you to answer, and that's the question I'd like you to call me with. That's the answer, rather. I'd like you to call me with this morning at 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. That's the number to get on the air. If you can't make it on the air, send me a tweet at Cameron Riddle Air or at Open Line Show. That's the number. That's the tweet. Hit it. We're going to talk to you and talk about it all this morning. But we start the show with a look back at the past year from Russ McQuaid at Fox 59. This is Monument Circle, the place where protesters first raised their voices a year ago and shook the city. Never been anything like this in Indianapolis. When I walked the streets as the sun came up the morning after the first night of the riots, the sound of this Saturday morning downtown Indianapolis is tinkling glass. It was obvious that downtown Indianapolis had been brutalized. There was not a city in the nation that didn't wrestle with, rightfully so, the civil unrest and the, and the discussion of equity last summer. And, and certainly we were bumped and bruised in Indianapolis. We saw that play out. It may have taken Mayor Joe Hogsett almost two months to accept my invitation to go for a walk downtown. Black Lives Matter! But city leaders say they heard the cry for change and have reacted. We got a chance to listen to some people that we don't typically get an opportunity to listen to. They made their voices known. Of 129 arrests and cases presented for prosecution that weekend, Marion County Prosecutor Ryan Mears declined charges in 102 arrests, he said, to protect the First Amendment rights of protesters. I've had a conversation with Prosecutor Mears. Uh, I think, uh, you know, we'll communicate more as things go on, but we've had those conversations about what does he need from us and what can we expect from him as far as charges being filed when arrests do have to be made. As we've followed this story over the last year, the ACLU and its clients from Black Lives Matter and Indy 10 won concessions from IMPD on how and when officers can use tear gas only in response to criminal activity. We did work out an agreement, new policies with the police department that at least requires them to question the excessive, what we thought would be the excessive use of force and that hopefully uh, would prevent that from happening again. The biggest thing is everyone matters. The same people we watched on the front lines for criminal justice reform last May are back out this spring. And their demands remain unchanged. It still feels the same to me. Whether we won the lawsuit or not, I still feel like IMPD, if what happened last year happened again, I feel like they'll still be aggressive and be the aggressor like they was last year. Last summer, the City County Council approved more civilian oversight of IMPD's general orders and use of force board. I think that there are some attempts, but I think we have to be mindful that that happened because of public pressure. So I'm always cautious when we're when people attempt to applaud our city leadership. We have our defund IMPD campaign that is going to continue going forward. The other major area impacted by the riots was the city's economy. And now we're seeing signs downtown that the city's business and visitor sectors are recovering. Well, we've certainly bounced back. We're open again. I think we see the wood is off the windows. Uh, people are opened up. People are more confident uh, today. And it opened up a whole dialogue and discussion that didn't exist in the city like that before. In our city, it opened up an opportunity for discussion about what does security and safety in our downtown look like. Downtown is getting incrementally better. We learn to listen. We also learn that we can't have that level of violence happen again because it was so detrimental to our downtown that it took a significant amount of time and energy and money to recover. Our downtown drives our economic vitality for the entire city. 
So we need to make sure that we're continually investing in our downtown, not allowing damage to occur. And the crowds are returning downtown, residents and visitors. Now that the heart of Indianapolis begins to resemble what it once was before the last weekend of last May, as art flourishes where broken glass exposed a once darker interior. It created a canvas, not only for expression, but it created space for listening and for conversation. Mayor Hogsett says the city is committed to having those conversations. I know we've come a long way uh, in a year's time. Uh, I think that uh, in many ways we as a community are more transparent than we've ever been before. And the record reflects that since that difficult weekend, I guess by most estimates, we've had maybe as many as 130 peaceful protests in the city of Indianapolis since that time. So I think progress continues to be, we're not gonna let up off the accelerator. I think whenever there's a crisis, you react and you recover, which I think that uh, our city has done, and then you start to plan for the future. And right now, we need to commence that planning for the future. If May of 2020 caused a social and criminal justice earthquake under the city, perhaps we'll see in the year to come, the changes brought by those protests will make us more attuned to the warning signs the next time the city shakes. In downtown Indianapolis, Russ McQuaid, Fox 59 News. And our thanks to Russ McQuaid uh, for taking us on that good year, good, good review look back at the year. I liked it because it looked at it from a number of different angles. And as I've said this morning, there are a number of different ways to look at where we were this time last year to where we are this time this year. And there's really no right or wrong way to look at it. But that's the question we're going to talk about here this morning at 317-239-9696 or on Twitter at Open Line Show at Cameron Riddle. Give me a follow. Uh, but let's go to the phones this morning. It is an Open Line Sunday and the question to you is, are we better off from this time last year in whatever way you measure it? Let's start with the caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Lisa. Lisa, you're live on the air. What do you think? Are we better off? Wow. That's a, that's a big question. I wouldn't, mm -hmm. use, I wouldn't use the term better. Uh, this country, America, has a debt that it, it has to pay to a people. And it seems like through the police department, there has been an attack on those people that those people that were enslaved in this country are owed a debt. There's a law. God, a law. Uh, God has laws. And it, those laws were broken. And until this country accepts its responsibility to give and pay the debt, like they paid all the others that went through what they went through, mm -hmm. it's going to be hard and, and white supremacy is is, is 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 real. It's real. It's in it's, it's in our system. And police are supposed to protect and serve, but they seem like they're praying on, praying on. And I'm not saying praying like praying hands. Mm -hmm. Praying on P R E Y. Those people have been hurt long enough. That debt must be paid. All right, Lisa, thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. All right. All right, 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. Uh, the question this morning, are we better off? No right or wrong answer, but however you measure it, how have we moved forward? Or have we moved backwards in the past 365 days since the protests uh, took over the streets of the United States and Indianapolis. And on those nights that things turned violent it was a night that a lot of people started listening. But we also know it was a night that a lot of uh, folks were hurt, including at least two families here in Indianapolis who uh, found out the lives of their loved ones were taken while they were downtown. 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. That's the number to get on the air right now and tell me, are we better off? Have we moved forward or have we gone backwards in the past year since the protests and the riots? 317-239-9696. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, it's Larry Vaughn, please. You know, Cameron, I don't have to say much, 
Russ McQuaid said everything. He is a liberal white man who somehow feels guilty for what happened to black people. Slavery was the best thing that ever happened to white people. Segregation and Jim Crow was the best thing that happened to white people. Good meaning white people were abolitionists. They destroyed slavery. They had to do it because they knew the consequences was going to be played out for what they done. If they denied our freedom, we want to stand. We we want to be here as long as possible until the Lord changes it. And that's the only way it can happen. But we interdicted that by having the Civil War, shedding all that blood on our behalf by good-meaning white people because they knew what the destiny of slavery was, and they interdicted that, certainly. So uh, we have our own problems here, Karen, and uh, people like Russ McQuaid and all these white reporters who go out there, put that black face on, and become the spokesman, spokesman for our community and pat us on the head and feel sorry for us and slobber on us. When we Just look what we were out there representing, some person who was shot at police. So uh, uh, when you look back on this, maybe uh, 25 years from now, we'll be saying that what was wrong with those people if we even still exist. But uh, people calling in thinking America's going to give you anything, this is the best spot on earth for black people if they take advantage of it. If they don't, they sit around talking about how he racism me or how sick they are and how this and that. Anything to get out of working. You got to work to beat America. You got to work to stay in. That's part of our covenant. So when you talk about slavery, it should have existed until the Lord extinguished it. Not by bloodshed, not by any other moves of people who were trying to escape their destiny. So uh, you look at any civilization in the past that had slaves. The slaves end up ruling the whole situation. So I'm just sorry that people can't see it that way. And by the way, we still are the now slaves because that never changed. Thanks, Cameron. All right. Thank you, sir. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. That's the number to call and get on the air right now. And tell me, are we better off or have we gone backwards? Has anything changed in the past year? 317-239-9696. Caller on line three. Good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? This is Keith. Keith, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning. I'm just calling to say we're going backwards. And the reason why we're going backwards because we is we are the people. We mm-hmm. ourselves. You know, we keep on hurting ourselves, committing crimes among ourselves. Our black people are not. Until we come together and realize that for us to fight the fight that we be, that we trying to overcome now, we become better people because we are the people. And I just think that we just need to unite and come together as black people and quit killing each other. You know what I'm saying? We're already fighting, you know, Black Lives Matter. If it matters, then it matters to us as each other. And, uh, and that's, that's all I have to say. All right. I appreciate the call. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Uh, 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. As he mentioned, uh, we've got crime problems still. This time last year, uh, crime is above what it was this time last year. Our homicide rates, as we've talked about on this show, are up, now up over 100. This is something, this is a spot we normally don't reach until the very end of the year, and years before that, didn't even hit it. But, of course, just last night there was um, a police chase and there was um, an officer shot. And some of what we went through literally this time last year had an impact on how the police responded to that shooting. We'll talk about uh, that more with that officer who was shot but has been released from the hospital uh, coming up. But for now, more, more on the phones. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? And there's Kevin. Kevin, you're live on the air. Turn your radio down for me just a little bit. What's on and your mind? What we went through, literally- I was calling in regards to uh, reparations to black people in regards to mass, mass killing of police genocide. Can, can you turn your radio down a little bit in the background so we can hear you? 
Uh, I was telling you about my last genocide. Uh-huh. We're having a we're having a hard time hearing you. Give me a call back. I can't I can't, can't really hear anything you're saying. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Call me back. Uh let's stay on the phone lines. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, how you doing? Cameron Brother Motet. Good morning. First of all, I want to give you a wish you good health and your family good health and Thank you, sir. happiness for the Memorial Day weekend which was started by black soldiers in South Carolina in honor of fallen soldiers from the Civil War, um, fighting against the vestiges and the scourge of slavery. But I won't, I won't give any time to uh, ignorance. I'll just say that uh, the change, we have to be the change we wish to see. That's a quote from Buddha. And uh, policies and procedures can only go so far uh, the world is made up of people. Matter of fact, policies and laws are passed and created by people. So uh, until the people uh, in all walks and facets and professions, you know, you have, you, have, you, have, you, have, you have bad actors seemingly in all professions. You know, they just got a cop from Portland who was over to try to solicit underage people. They got priests, you know, doing things, teachers nurses, doctors, uh, lawyers, whatever. We've just got some unethical behavior or more rampant. I don't know if it was more rampant then. Of course, I'm, I'm just close to 60, so I don't know. Maybe older people can tell us what was going on then, but we didn't have the baby of media and social media and things we have now, so we really can't say what was and what wasn't. Well, do you, do you I, think we've moved forward backwards or nowhere? Oh, we haven't moved forward at all. We've been stagnated. It's just, it's just, a, it's just a, we're in a we're in a stagnated period still, and the universe, uh, universe just has us in this stagnated period because of, of us, the people itself. We have not raised our, our, our level of intellect as people, raised our level of, of, of behavior to bring about a new paradigm and a, and a better way of existence. And until all people do that, no matter what profession, we're not going to get there. As far as the, the police are concerned, ones I have from home from Gary who are officers that they, they, that's the last thing they want to do is either kill someone or be killed like I said last week either week before that I grew up and uh, never had a police officer when well, my family was pull a gun so now we're in the, we're in trying times and so uh, I don't see it you know the, the protests and the uprisings were were about uh, unjust killing. You know, my only uh, ask, and this is from family members from home, it's awful funny that the people who are, most videos we see like the Richard Green video, which was terrible, an unarmed man being dragged and treated like garbage. That's what people are mad about. Now, if you've got a criminal that you're doing these things to, like yesterday the guy was supposedly, well, police narrative, because we don't mm-hmm. always know if their narrative is correct, but the reports is that he fired, well, a cop was shot, so we do know mm-hmm. that. So so that's the people you need to, 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 to do that to. You don't do Richard Green like that, who's unarmed. You, you, you handcuff him and drag him by his feet and, and kill him. That's, that's the problem. So in any profession... Uh, uh, auto mechanic. I don't care. You didn't put the right parts on, or you didn't put the new parts on because you want to keep the money. I mean, we just got to be more ethical as people all the way around in everything we do. And the last thing I'll say is that we were here before slavery, people. Look at the old heads. I've been to Central America. I've seen those heads. I've been down through there. I've seen those pyramids. We've been here before slavery. Slavery, the transatlantic slave trade uh, was just a a part of uh, uh, our history. Matter of fact, a short part when you look at the total the total millennium of existence. So let's teach our children about from true whence we come from, and then maybe they can have a better understanding from where they should go because slavery was a short part of our existence on this planet, and it definitely was not uh, the beginning of our existence here in this part of the world. So thanks for taking my call and Remember, everyone, Memorial Day was started by black soldiers in South Carolina to honor our fallen 
All right, thank MOTEP, you. thank you so much for the call. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. That's the number that you can join us this morning and tell us, have we moved forward? Have we gone backwards? Has nothing changed in the past year? MOTEP mentioned that police shooting uh, yesterday that happened where, a police, where police officers fired their weapons and where an officer was shot. But some of what happened yesterday or what did not happen is a reflection of the protests and the calls for social justice and the calls for police to change the way they do things. We'll get you to the latest on that story as it's part, it's literally part of the reflection of what has changed in the past year. We're going to hear from you more when you call me at 317-239-9696 or send me a tweet at Cameron Riddle or at Open Line Show. More Open Lines coming up. We want to hear from you, your thoughts, your views, your voice. We are your eye on the community. It's Open Lines on Hot 96.3. Let's get back to Open Lines, your eye on the community on Hot 96.3. And we are back. On 106.7 WTLC and Hot 96.3, I'm Cameron Riddle on this race day, Sunday, May 30th, 2021. The question we are asking you today is, have things got better? Have things changed in the past 365 days since this time last year when we were protesting, when there were riots, when people were begging for change? A lot has happened in that time, but is it better? Are we worse off? Have we gone nowhere? In one respect that is all too familiar is, of course, the violence that we have talked about here in Indianapolis um, that has hit a record level. Just last night, we had a police chase. We had, in this same incident, um, gunfire being exchanged in both directions from the police and toward the police. One officer was shot, sent to the hospital, has since been released. But all of this is a reflection of where we are and even how some in ways the police respond to such events is a reflection of the protests and people asking for change. One thing you'll find interesting as I play this story from Wish TV's Dan Klein is that last night's police chase started at 62nd and Michigan. If that sounds familiar, that's the same place where the Drejan Reed shooting and police chase ended. Now here we are one year later, looking back and asking what has changed and what is different. This may be proof that some things are all too familiar, and in some case, some things do change. Row after row of yellow crime scene tape closed down 30th and Riverside on the west side Saturday. Police say it all ended here, right next to the park, in front of the city's maintenance garage. Scott heard so many gunshots, he thought it was fireworks. Just guessing, but I would guess somewhere between 50 and 80 really loud gunshots really quickly, and then eerily quiet, and then just lots and lots and lots of sirens. Police say it all started more than six miles away in the 6400 block of Kentstone, just west of Michigan Road. Officers responded to a call of someone shot around 3.40 p.m. They found two people injured and quickly located the SUV they believe was involved. This is video taken by a witness who says he started recording moments after hearing more gunshots. You can see the officer jump in his car and begin the chase along with another police car at 62nd in Michigan. Unfortunately, once again, we're dealing with gun violence. In this case, violence against our officers. The pursuit ended here on 30th several minutes later. Investigators say a total of five officers fired shots. A female officer was shot multiple times but is expected to be okay. She's in good spirits. I've spoken with her at the hospital uh, and uh, 
he's doing well. I've also spoken to her parents. Police say the investigation is only beginning. Multiple officers involved were wearing body cameras, and there's at least one dash cam, too. A gun was located in the suspect's vehicle. Taylor says he believes the pursuit was valid, one that began near the intersection where Dre's John Reed's ended. Initial uh, information that I have, I don't believe there was any violation of policy. For witnesses like Scott... I think the first thing you hope is that everybody's okay. Uh, you would like to think that um, there were good guys and bad guys. The first thought is obviously I hope the officer involved is fine. And at a location where you will hear the engines roar at the track on Sunday, he says it's sad he heard a different series of loud noises from inside his home Saturday. And it's a sadness. It's a scar on the neighborhood, and it's a scar during our city's best and biggest weekend. The officer's name has not been released at this time. Police tell me the suspected gunman is in critical condition still tonight. The two victims who were shot at the first scene, one is in critical condition, the other is stable. All officers who fired the gun are on administrative leave at this time, which is standard for this type of incident. Reporting in the newsroom, Dan Klein, Wish TV, wishtv.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook. Thank you to Dan Klein and Wish TV for uh, that report on what was happening just last night. Again, this is the anniversary of the protests and the riots that happened right here in Indianapolis. I told you there were some things that have changed. In that, you had body cameras. That was a, that has been something that has changed coming from the calls from the streets for more transparency. You saw how quickly, well, you didn't see it because we're on the radio, but if you watch that story, there was a person who knew it immediately to take their phone out and started recording. That's how we have, they have that video of the chase starting at 62nd in Michigan. So when I say, have we moved forward? Have things gotten better? Have things changed? There's a lot of different ways you can measure change. So what is that measurement for you? No right or wrong answer. It's the conversation we're having all this morning on Open Lines on Race Day Weekend. 317-239-9696. Let's go back to the phone lines. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? It's Ben Peterson. Good morning. You're live on the air. What's up? How you doing? Um, black people have gone backwards. The thing is, is everything is based off of self-identification. According to the definition, black or African-American is a person having origins in any of the black racial groups of Africa. There are no black racial groups in Africa. Anybody that comes from Africa, they would identify as Nigerian or, you know, Sudanese or um, uh, Egyptian, whatever country they come from or whatever tribe they come from. Um, the based meaning of black the origin the original meaning of black means to make pale anyway um, everything is based off of self-identification and a lot of a lot of black people have been caught up within the title and they have been misidentifying themselves and that's the base of it all right all right, I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Uh, let me go to the caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. Good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? Yes. Uh, yes, good morning, Mr. Middle. Yeah, I, I truly believe uh, that it has gotten worse and and there hasn't been any change. Uh, it's, it's been kind of twisted, um, and it's a two-part situation you know you're on the outside looking in you see mm -hmm. you know the the deaths and the uh, homicides you know of uh, the public and then on on the other hand you see the wrongful killings of you know police officers so we have to you know be able to distinguish between the two mm -hmm. you know and not you know and, and see and what they're really trying to do is they're trying to say oh look at look at the, the black people they're killing each other up Oh, look at them. Okay, and the police are so good because they're, you know, they. But they have to. They're part of both. You know, they're part of both situations, and they have to do their job. You know, just do your job. <clears throat> you know, do your job, and and basically, you know, um, uh, uh, don't try to blame and see. And what they do is they they try to blame the people too. But you can't blame them because they don't know the you know too much know the law. So you're 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 a policeman and you're blaming them for your job for doing your your you know but okay so when you get sick and tired now you now you're killing up or you 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 know you're you're killing our people you know when you get tired 
that's and, and see a lot of people don't look at it that way. It's, it's a two part thing. You know, it's it's not just the black people are killing and it's their fault. And, and, and if you look at it, they're actually covering up what they do. And it's a two part thing. You do your job and we, we do our job. And, and I wish you had another show about uh, what we can do as 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 the public, as people, what we can do to, you know, for, for do our part in the situation. Because, I mean, I, I haven't really heard anything. Only thing I've heard of, there's a shooting, you know, 60-something uh, uh, street, Avenue or whatever, and it's black, 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 the black man, black. Okay, give us a give us a, a antidote. Give us a reason or give us, you know, something to say, okay, uh, if I hear somebody to say, you know, they're going to shoot someone, call in first. Call in as quick as possible. And then maybe they, you know, uh, uh, unlike the Hawaii Five, well, they can get there on time. You know, call in. You know, if you see something, say something. You know, sim- similar to that. But yeah, uh, we. I think we've, you know, crossed the line. I mean, past. You know, going back. I mean, we 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 went back. Now, as far as uh, uh, black and white, you know, within uh, the authority figures. Oh man, they've crossed the line. They went back. You know, the, you know the 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 public lynchings, so to speak, in in the shootings and this, you know, the knee on the necks. You know, it's, hey, they 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 went back, so it's it's gotten worse. It's gotten worse. All right, thank you so much for the call and the perspective. I appreciate it. Three one seven two three nine ninety six ninety six. Three one seven two three nine ninety six ninety six. Join that caller. Tell me what you think. Have we moved forward? Gone backwards? Has nothing changed in the past year since this time last year when we had protests and on this particular weekend? Riots, destruction, and death in the streets. 317-239-9696. No right or wrong way to really measure change. No right or wrong thing really to focus on. There's a ton of things that you could measure or focus on. So what is it for you? 317-239-9696. Caller online. Two. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, how's it going? It's Mayhem. Hey, your question is pretty loaded, but we have... It is a loaded uh, question. I just said that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have progress. It is a fact uh, in the neighborhood. Our vibration is so low that um, we um, are focusing on the police shooting, but we're not focused on ourselves. Uh, if we clean up our neighborhoods ourselves, we don't need media or police. We wouldn't have to worry about them. Uh, but on the other hand, we would have to worry about the police shooting us. But first, we need to uh, clean up our neighborhood. We're too comfortable with the... Uh, uh, what's going on in our neighborhood, and that's the problem. We think we're going to get something for nothing. We're not gonna, we, we keep on talking about reparations like we deserve it. Reparations is a global thing, but uh, here we're we so slow and backwards, man. Uh, we have progressed, but we don't know how to use the law to uh, get things done. We want to beg and plead, but uh, let, we need to find out some people to, uh, uh, that got that money uh, what they do with that money? Because it it haven't it haven't trickled down. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Let's let's find out where where they at with that money. Have a good one. All right. Thank you. Three one seven two three nine ninety six ninety six. As I said, no right or wrong way to look at things. There's a lot of different things you can measure. A lot of different views that you can see it from or look at it. What is it for you? 317-239-9696. Uh-oh, hang on. 317, there we go. 317-239-9696. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Jeff. How you doing? I'm good, Jeff. What's on your mind? All right. Um, I Just real quick, I'll make my statement and uh, whatnot brief. I completely disagree with you. There is a right way and a wrong way to look at things. There's mm-hmm. no such thing as alternative facts. No, uh, uh, there are opinions and things that are subjective, subjective, you know. But um, honestly, I, if you heard the last caller, I do believe our problem is education. Um, police brutality and racism are two separate issues. They're not mutually exclusive. You can have both at the same time. But when you look at police brutality and why it disproportionately affects minorities, then you have to look at systemic racism. You know what I mean? That, that's just a little bit different than just grouping it all together. And you would have to look like the other person was Black Lives Matter, Where are, where's the money, this sort of thing. That's a different, completely different issue 
than what we're, we're what we're talking about. But you're not focusing on the economic inequality. That's a whole different thing. So when we're talking about racism, systemic racism, it affects all aspects, uh, economic included. And yes, addressing those would help with our situation in our neighborhood versus our own violence. But when we're considering police brutality, because a lot of these people are minorities that are committing the same acts that uh, whites are, non-minorities. So it's two different issues. That's all I have to say. I would really wish that anybody listening right now, just go educate yourself a lot, read some books, uh, some statistics, find out exactly what it is that you really want to address and address that issue. As far as being better off or worse off, uh, I think that's kind of subjective as well. As, you know, Uh-oh, stay with me. Hang on, hang on. Go ahead. Oh, as you said, there's no, um, you know, clear definition of better or worse. That would be just a person's opinion. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that people co- uh, conflate the two. And I would really uh, just wish people would educate themselves on the history of policing in America versus the history of systemic racism in, in America, you would see that the two overlap, but they're not the same. You know what I mean? Yep. Jeff, That's it. Jeff, thank you for the call, sir. Have a great day. All right, you too. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Call me right now, and I will get you on. I accidentally hung up on somebody. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Have we moved forward? Have we gone backwards? And and I'm I'm asking this loaded question because I don't think that the, I, I want all the different viewpoints. I'm not really focused on one particular part. And everybody this morning who's, who has called has so far addressed all the things that we're bringing up. It's you've got the police relationships and how police respond, but then you've got your own crime issues and how the community responds, to how all of these things mix together. That's why I say there's no right or wrong way to look at where we've been in the past year. The question is, has whatever it is you measure for where we are, has that changed? Has that improved? Has that gone backwards? Is that still the same? 317-239-9696. Let's go back to the phones. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Brian. Brian, you're live on the air. What do you think? I, I, I agree with a lot of the callers. The first one about self-identification, I think that's an issue. So when we get to measuring within the last year, I, some things I say have changed and some things have not. But I think the focus is on like what the second caller was saying about in our community. But it's kind of rough. Like in order to, for us to take control of our communities, we got to sometimes be comfortable to know that we might have to go snatch a little Bobby up because we hear he running around doing this and that, but I can't go do that to little Bobby because the police might come and intervene, think that I'm, you know, doing something. I'm the wrong guy, but I'm trying to be the elder in the neighborhood. And little Bobby got to know he can't come back and do nothing to me because he's going to have to deal with all of us. Like, everybody likes to act like it's some fantasy where you can just see something, say something. No, you got to deal with the repercussions. So the older guys my age, we just really sitting back looking like, dang, you know, uh, we really need to go snatch these little dudes up or where, you know, we hearing about what's going on, but we can't because we got to deal with them and we're going to have to deal with the police coming at us like we involved with it. You know, everybody who's interacting is not involved. It's people trying to make things right and trying to stir the youngsters into a better thing. But in reality, these little dudes ain't trying to hear no preachers come to them on Thursdays with the cameras. We don't see them throughout the weeks within the hours of the day. I'm in the neighborhood right now. I ain't no preachers out here walking around. I see a bunch of youngsters out driving around, walking around, but I'm interacting with them the best I can, but I can't involve the police and all of these groups because they gonna be trying to get us like we with them, or they not gonna really be out here. So, you know, that's 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 the main focus that me and the guys my age is on. The police brutality that's been going on since the beginning of time. We ain't focused on none of that. You can only control what you can control, and that's interacting 
with the people that's out here, not just living here. Some people live here and they quick to say that I live here, but you're not even interacting. You stand in your house, come out, come off the porch, talk to the little dudes, give them some game, give them some guidance, let them know we're going the wrong way. A lot of us have done the same thing. And then the older guys who be on all that type of stuff, we got to shun them. You have to shun them. You have to make them not be able to come around and hang out at the barbecue and think it's all good. No, if you're not doing nothing or you're being destructive, you can't come out and be around and hang. But, again, it's hard, man, trying to do all of that and stay within the realms of staying legal and not getting cases with police and getting into it with your own people around the corner. You know, it's rough. But I just think that's where the focus needs to be at on what we can change. We're crying about what everybody else is doing to us it's bad but if we stand together solidify lock up it will all minimize all of it so that's just my two cents what was your name my name ryan i'm calling from out east all right i like everything i heard sir thank you for the call uh, you have a good one. All right, 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. Let's stay on the phones as we approach the top of the hour. Uh, line three, good morning. Who's this? This is Jerome. Jerome, you're live on Open Lines. Good morning. All right, good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Good morning to everybody, and uh, happy Memorial Day. But, no, things haven't changed, uh, in my uh, uh, opinion, because when you look on TV and you see the ratio at any crime scene, you see 40 white people, 40 white police officers, and maybe one black. Then you listen to the sheriff's mm. uh, commercial talking about equal opportunity. Mm-hmm. How are you going to be equal when you're talking about 40 to 1? You know, then they put this uh, puppet in front which uh, is the uh, chief of police, and he's just a puppet. And he don't, he knows what's really happening in the neighborhood. He knows how patrol is being, really being con- controlled. It's not being controlled. It's being forced on people. When I seen the young brother that was stopped uh, Friday, it was eight police cars. They had him stand on the side of the road searching his car. Then all of a sudden, they pat him on the back and say, okay, you can go. What did they stop me for in the first place? So let me to ask make you, let them me, have to stop. Let me, okay, ask you, let me ask you a question because you brought up something that I caught on to as well. When we went to commercial, I heard that sheriff's department uh, commercial. I was like, oh, and that's interesting timing. Um, and you, you obviously heard it too. And you, yes. br- you brought up the, the ratio or the lack of black officers um, in the department or the sheriff's department or IMPD, whatever it is, you whatever. Um, is that something that you think needs to change? Yes, definitely. You know, that, that's, that's been needing to change for years to come. It's been a long time coming for that. And then when they do have a handful of black officers, they got them spread it out so far that you only see one to every 40 or mm-hmm. 50 white cops. So you're saying then, we got to do better... Go we got to do better with with the hiring. Yes, with recruiting. Okay. Because every black person don't have a record. No. You know, every black person has college degrees. Well, so they just make it so hard for the blacks to get into that that profession because they can control everybody if it's a more majority of them. And then when you talk about the good old boy or the blue collar. You can't go and say, hey, man, you've done something wrong. On my job, mm-hmm. I could t- go up to someone and say, hey, man, you're going to hurt someone else. So you straighten your act up. But well, see, if you well, do I that think... as a police officer, you're going to either get fired or they're going to start ha- harassing you. Mm-hmm. Just like the uh, the young lady in, the, I think it was like yeah, I know New York yep. or somewhere mm-hmm. that stopped the police from choking someone. They turned around and fired her, and then she just got a job back after 20-some years. But that's what I'm talking about. If mm-hmm. you can't check your partner, then, you know, what, to, what are we coming up to? Well, when I talk, then, to, the, when I talk to the hiring types who are doing this, they're saying, hey, we'd love to get more uh, black men, more brown men, more people who are not white, essentially, to join the police department. But they say they're not finding a lot of interest. They say people... Young black men right now don't want to be police officers. 
Right, and you said a mouthful when you said they said. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. So what do you say? Yeah, is that, is that I correct? Think, no, I, I don't believe it is. You know, I, I believe that is totally wrong because I know a lot of uh, black people, you know, that tried to get on the police department, and for one reason or another, they can go all the way back to what you've done in grade school. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, they get people. They ding you for what you've done in grade school. Okay. And they always, you know, the Bible says, as a child, I do as a child. But when I become an adult, I do as what adults do. But they can go back to you and say, oh, you was in the third grade. You made an elf. Or you was in the third grade. You had a little fight with Johnny on the playground because it's all documented. All right. I appreciate the call. I like the perspective. Okay. And you, you you brought up some things that I was thinking about as well. So I'm glad you could uh, re give your perspective and rebut some of the things that um, that they are saying is part of the problem. Thanks for the call. Okay, sir. Thank you. All right, let's get squeezing uh, one more call here as we get to 9 o'clock. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. My name is Donna. Donna, you got about you have, you have got about 90 seconds to a minute. Hit. Okay, that was. Okay, yesterday that drive-by shooting on Keystone, me and my daughter, my friend, granddaughter, my friend just pulled up to the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. Next thing we heard was, ta 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 So I pulled up beside the building to put the building between my between us and 38th Street. Mm-hmm. Then we heard a bunch of crashes, and the person who got shot was in a black truck, and he totaled the truck and hit other cars. Thank God for McDonald's. Then, the other day, some guy shot my son's truck during road rage. Thank God he left his gun at home on top of the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And he followed the guy. The police ended up catching the guy. They found the gun. They locked him up, locked the wife up, took the kids to CPS, and then impounded my son's truck for ballistics. So now that guy is being charged with attempted murder, uh, 1935 firearm act, and a whole lot of other charges. Endangerous, rec- uh, reckless endangerment. So I thank God for our police force, and them doing what they got to do. And I thank God for my God because he saved my son and us in two different occasions in shootings. That's all I have to say. Amen. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. And that, Thank you. And that is part of what I'm saying. There are a lot of different ways to look at it because just like there are some folks saying, hey, they don't want the police, they don't need the police, when you're in trouble, who do you call? Uh, good show here this morning. We can continue this conversation next Sunday morning uh, back here. Uh, do me a favor. If you have any type of phone or anything, uh, find me on social media at Cameron Riddle. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I will follow you back if you follow me at Cameron Riddle, R-I-D-L-E. Also follow Open Lines, Open Lines Show on your social media pages. We'll follow you back. And if you missed any portion of this show, you can find us online all the time, anywhere you get your podcast. Just type in Open Lines Show. Thanks so much for the conversation this morning. I'm Cameron Riddle. I hope you have a safe holiday weekend. If you're on the west side, be careful. Avoid the traffic. It is race day Sunday. We'll be back here same time, same stations next Sunday live at 8.